Bears Hooligan Podcast coming at you. Post-draft special. So it's Monday after the draft. Bears pretty much consensus B for most places I've seen. couple A's for polls, but mostly B's, which will take it, right? For my book, not a horrible draft. Not the greatest draft in the world. Again, I, am, I don't claim in any regard to be a draft guru, and I think most of these sites, podcasts, places where somebody claims to be a guru like fuck you you're no guru even the gurus aren't gurus these guys miss worse than weathermen the majority of the time so only thing that bothered me i lay it out i watched the draft at soldier field a friend of mine got tickets to the bears draft party free so why not thought i'd check it out also thought it might be a chance for me to scope it out potentially find virginia's secret catacombs below Soldier Field where she sleeps during the day because it did start during daylight hours. Wasn't able to find that. Was not able to uh, find the vampire, the evil beast sleeping below there, spreading mediocrity throughout our franchise. So could not find her, but one of these days. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, we got there early. We were able to get in a little uh, around 5 o'clock. They had some on-the-field stuff. You could go down on the field. You got to kick a field goal, which mine was horrendous. I'm a terrible field goal kicker. I was never a soccer player as a youth prior to, um, you know, the whole LGBTQ thing when it wasn't as bad when you could, you know, I always said that soccer players, I used probably homophobic slurs towards kids who played soccer. I've learned since I do still find it to be somewhat effeminate, but Hey, up to you play it if you want or allow your kids to, I'd say, let your daughters, not your sons, but that's, you know, I don't have a son. But yeah, I missed on a field goal because that's not for me. I was a wide receiver in high school and prior. And then also they had like one of those spinny selfie things where it spins around you. And so the group of guys I was with, we took one of those. Then you got to go into the Bears locker room, see the post-game conference room, which was cool. You got to stand up on the podium one by one and take a picture. And you got to walk through the locker room, snap pictures of the locker room. They had all the jerseys and everything lined up in there. So that was pretty cool. I had some players there for autographs, but we didn't want to wait for any of the autographs, and it was nobody to write home about. Um, Nobody crazy. And, uh, yeah, I had some beers, some food, overpriced beers, overpriced food. Uh, So we had club tickets, so we sat in the club, watched the draft from in there. Yeah, watched the drama unfold. You know, I was very excited prior to the trading away that first-round pick of just the potential for like the double trade back and all that. And that would have made the draft like crazy, but still, I mean, especially when, when the bears actually have a first round pick these days, cause that's few and far between in the pace days. It's exciting regardless when you have a first round pick, especially in the top 10. So, you know, just watching it unfold Houston, big set of cojones with the fucking trade back up to get Anderson. I thought that was bad ass. If I was a Houston fan, I'd be very excited I mean, maybe not so excited about dumb C.J. Stroud since they were saying he's a big old dummy. But, you know, you moved up, you got two in the top three. That's pretty fucking badass, and I wouldn't be complaining if I was a Houston fan. So good luck to you. I'm very happy still with Houston having us that number one pick and everything we've gotten from it. And then uh, you're watching it unfold, and Jalen Carter's dropping. 
Jalen Carter's dropping. You know, he's not going to Seattle. He's not going to Detroit. He's not going to the Raiders. Holy fuck. He dropped to the Bears. He's available at nine. Boom, trade. I couldn't believe it. I was really pissed off. Day of, when that happened at the draft, I was bitching about that all night. I, I was pissed. Because if you've listened to any previous episodes, I was high on Jalen Carter. Again, I'm not a Jaff guru, and anybody that claims to be a guru is full of shit. But everything I had read and seen, I had heard that this dude was a possible generational talent. He was the man to take. And so I wanted to fucking take him. He fell to you at nine, a dude prior to all this other nonsense that went on. People thought was going to be top one, two, maybe three. And he fell to you at nine. I don't care what the story is on him. You take a shot at that in my book. And then everybody's saying afterwards, you know, all the shit I was reading, people trying to defend the Bears. Uh, well, you know, the Bears don't have the veteran leadership on the team, on the defensive side, to take him under their wing and, and show him how things should be done. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. In my book, that's what coaches are for. I mean, you have how many assistant coaches? You telling me that these guys, the defensive coordinator, the D-line coach, all of these guys, the head coach, a million other assistants that they have there, they can't get this kid straight. They can't show this kid the right way to play football. They can't make this kid become what he, you know, what he's destined to be, uh, you know, an all-time great possibly with the talent he has. You can't take a shot at that and, and trust your coaches to do that. Then you have a problem with your coaches and your culture in the in the squad. There are, supposedly this new team's all about the culture, all about the culture. Well, then you should be able to draft this dude. Like, oh, well, the Eagles have, they've got the veteran leadership. They've got the, the culture there. They, they'll be able to take him in, and if he fails, he fails. They, like, he's in the best position possible, you know, uh, for them to take him in, you know, and show him how it's done. Well, fuck off. The Bears, you shouldn't have to pass on talent because they're supposed to be, that's supposed to be Paul's whole motto is best available. I'm not picking for a position of need. I'm taking the best available player. Well, he didn't do that. And I also wonder, in my mind, I think that the reason he didn't take the best available player was because of George fucking McCaskey, possibly Virginia as well, whoever. That the McCaskies gave the kibosh to that, that they don't want that. They don't want that being the face of their rebuild. They don't want that. They don't want any of that trouble of the kid that was racing. Who gives a shit? He's got fucking talent. Imagine if he hits and crazy. And now it's going to be all for the rest of Paul's career. I feel like it's going to be the, if Jalen Carter pans out, regardless of how good Poles does, because I don't think he's done horrible so far. I don't think he's done anything off the charts great where I'm going to be like, man, we got the greatest GM ever. Because I see all these guys post-draft and all these Bears groups and stuff are like, oh, Poles we trust. Yeah, he didn't do bad. I'm not complaining. But I think he passed on a possible great player. And I don't know, Darnell Wright, is he going to be a great player who they ended up drafting with the next pick? I think he might be a good player. I think after a couple of years in the league, he might be good. Could make a couple of Pro Bowls. I don't know if he's going to be an All-Pro player year in, year out. I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Fame player. But he might be an okay player. Big difference between an okay player and somebody that changes the entire... I mean, like Aaron Donald, what does he do for that defense in, in L.A.? I mean, that's the type of guy we're talking about here. With even potentially more talent because he's got more, he's more size, crazy... Just crazy, crazy talent and possibilities of what Jalen Carter could do in this league if he hits. But again, we played it safe. 
he's not, he's not, he's not, you know, he doesn't fit the culture, not the kind of guy we're looking for. We play, we look for good guys. Well, give me a fucking break. Like Virginia, back when she was young, and we're, of course, we're talking back in like the 40s, 50s or something. She was handing out rusty trombones to players in the locker room when her dad was running the team. She was running, allegedly, she was running around that locker room giving rusty trombones to anyone that wanted one. So tell me about fucking good character, that you're all about character. Because, you know, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone does this or that. Who gives a shit? He's a kid. Kid's like 20 or 21. Give him a shot. Eagles did. They're a championship caliber team, and they're going to continue to be a championship caliber team because they pick talent like that. That that talent fell in their lap, and then Poles only got a fourth-round pick. If they wanted him that badly, or if somebody else wanted him, which I, I don't see how you couldn't have maybe battled them against someone else, I feel like you could have got more than a fourth-rounder. That just seems very weak. Like, Poles traded in the second round. He traded up five spots in the second round, five or six spots, to pick up that cornerback from Miami. And he gave up a fifth rounder, the first the first pick in the fifth round. You telling me in the first round to move back one spot, you can't get more than a fourth rounder? I just find that kind of weak, but whatever. Overall, I think the draft was decent. I'm not going to go pick by pick. Uh, I, I don't. I, after you get past the first round, I don't really know most of the guys. Last year, I knew a little bit more guys uh, as the rounds went on, but this year, didn't know a ton of guys. That Porter guy that Bears should have had if they wouldn't have traded for Claypool the first pick of the second round that went to the Steelers since the Bears drafted or traded for Claypool. Stupid mistake. That guy is supposed to be a badass. He, he fell. Um, but besides him, not a ton of guys that I'm fully aware of. That dude from Northwestern, I can't think of his name. He's got some crazy Abaduda Amalale. That dude fell like crazy. People were talking about potentially taking that dude in the first round. And I feel like that dude was still around in the fourth round when the Bears picked, or at least the third round, maybe the third round. I don't know. That dude dropped big time. I didn't really see why. They got a running back who everybody says high character guy, like the biggest character guy of all character guys from Texas, B. John Robinson's, or B. John, whatever his name is, Roshan something. They got his backup, which people are really high on. They got that receiver from Cincinnati in the fourth round, which people are pretty excited about. He's like uh, another Mooney. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. They got the, they filled up. They got a lot of guys in the trenches. They got a lot of D linemen. They got the O linemen in the first round. So I hope it all pans out. Most places given polls like a B, B grade, B, B minus, B. I see it an A or two here or there. So I'll take a B, man. No crazy shitty picks this year from what I can see. Again, I don't know. I'm not an expert. But last year, I mean, last year I thought that I thought Valus Jones right off the bat was a horrible pick last year. Like everything I read about the guy, I was like, I don't care. Uh, speedster, but, you know, eight-year college student who played shitty seven years and played great the, the eighth year. Not even great. Played okay the eighth year dude proved why he was in college for like 10 years and why he's like 30 years old as a rookie he's he was terrible and i called that from the start that he was going to be a bust so i didn't see any of that where i'm saying right off the bat this is a bust i'm just upset you passed on a huge talent for somebody that's probably okay you know and you drafted for a position of need when when you're supposed to be talent 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 well you didn't take the talent because the talent was there at, at that nine pick but other than that, you know, not a terrible draft by any means. I think they got a lot of what they needed. They didn't get an edge, and they didn't get a center. So supposedly in camp, White Heron 
Patrick will be battling it out for center. Hopefully Whitehair wins that because I don't really like Patrick. I'm not, I'm not really down. Like they were hyping him up last offseason. The guy, he loves to give hugs and this and that. And I don't know, he was just kind of a bust. I know he was hurt some, but guy really didn't do that shit. Like I know a lot of the D-line was hurt and the, everybody was filling in here, filling in there. So hopefully this year Whitehair is at center. And I'm pretty happy about how everything else is panning out so far. Hopefully Jones is busting his ass this offseason in the weight room, bulking up so he's not getting bull rushed anymore. Not a terrible draft. I'm getting pumped for the season. we got a couple more months before camp. Probably put another pot around camp time. A lot of people were down on the Packers and the Lions drafts, so that's always good news. But most of the grades I saw looking across the board, everybody was just getting a lot of Bs. Oh, B, he got a B, you got a B, everybody gets a B. So who the fuck knows? Nobody knows anything. Unless you take some monster reach, like in the first, second, third round, like they did last year with Valus Jones. Unless you take some monster reach on somebody, I mean, come on. I didn't like last year when they when they, they really should have taken that Pickens wide receiver that Steelers took. That dude's going to be the real deal if he can get a quarterback getting him the ball over there. Um, I think Kyler Gordon, they could have passed on him, went brisker and Pickens, but yeah, you live and you learn, right? So hopefully Poles keeps learning on the job, keeps making shit happen. They do need to get an edge, so they need to sign somebody. There's some free agents still out there, so I'm assuming that's coming up here in the coming month, two months, or if people start getting caught, they're going to make some signings. I don't know. They need to get, they need to get an edge because they got nobody really, so they need to sign, sign that. Uh, other than that, I don't think there's any blaring weakness. I mean, uh, if white hair can play center halfway decent, if you get an edge or two, I mean, I think edge is still going to be a weakness because regardless of who you're signing, they're not going to be great. So hopefully fields pans out this year and you can actually throw the ball like you should, especially with surrounding with talent, with some better O-line. And next year they can use those first two first round picks, you know, get a real, real deal edge next year move up if they have to and get like the, you know, somebody in the top three, four picks. So yeah, that's about all I got, man. Not a lot of hate towards the bears currently. I don't mind it. Don't love it. Don't mind it. So we'll see how it pans out. Probably put another special out. Like I said here, maybe coming up to camp. If anything else gets announced, that's big. I will drop something out there, but yeah, keep subscribing, keep spreading the word. This is going to be the season hoping to, uh, you know, get a YouTube channel up once the season starts. Get some videos out here and there when we do a live recording at a bar. Yeah, so keep it real on the streets. Watch your asses. Bear the fuck down, and I'll see you soon. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I get my money right. Oh. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. Oh. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. The whole much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do, act more stupidly.